Hello and welcome to Bygones, the Ali McBeal rewatch podcast. I'm Laura Jane Parker. And I'm Eleanor Parker. And we are rewatching all the Ali McBeal episodes, every single one, through 2019 eyes. Yes. And uh, yeah, how, how's things? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Um, feeling ready for today? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Good. We've lost an hour, but... Yeah, we're recording this on the day that uh, we lost our clocks went forward for Daylight Savings in the UK today, and uh, we were both very Annoyed. stressed <laughs> to realise how we, we would not get morning. another hour in bed. There no. you go. Ho-hum. Ho-hum. <laughs> but today so. we're seeing, we're looking at... We're singing. We're singing. Today we're singing. <laughs> we're singing this entire podcast. Today we are looking at season two, episode seven. Yeah. Happy Trails. Happy Trails. Um, yeah. yeah. So I think I know what this is going to be about. Yeah. Well, of course I know because I've watched it. This podcast, but <laughs> well, yeah. for one, like, because the last couple of episodes, like, the titles were really wishy-washy random. and random yeah. and this actually feels like it relates to the episode yeah, yeah. in a major way yeah <laughs> so exactly. uh this episode aired uh 9th of november 1998 yeah we interrupt this program for eleanor's cultural stuff brought to you by the 90s the decade more problematic than it looks UK number one and US so UK number one is is still believe with with Cher. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. US number one is still the first night with Monica. She really got a cracker of a she hit with really that one. She did. Well, in America. She yeah. Did. yeah. Well, no, it was it was. I remember it being in the charts here because okay. I heard it, it on the chart show. Completely passed me by. I used to listen to the chart show like religiously around this time every Sunday afternoon. So. But off the back of Cher, on uh, 10th of November, she releases her 22nd studio album, Believe, yes. which became the most successful of her career. Aww. It peaked at number one in seven countries, mm-hmm. four in the US, seven in the UK. The album has sold over 20 million copies worldwide and is certified platinum or more, at mm. least in 16 countries, becoming one of the highest selling albums of all time. That's because Cher is a motherfucking legend. <laughs> um, and obviously meant that she got to have that wonderful cameo in Mamma Mia yeah. 2. <laughs> that was what it was all leading up to. <laughs> uh, so, 9th of November is the release of Voice of an Angel, the debut album Charlotte from Church. Charlotte Church. Oh my God, before she was like... Who was discovered she was after singing Andrew Lloyd Webber's... Is it Pai Jesu? P-A-Y-Z-U. <laughs> Pai Jesu! <laughs> I knew you'd know better than me. P-A-Y-Z-U. P-A-Y-Z-U. Pai Jesu. don't know anyway so down the phone uh on an edition of itv's this morning this morning i think i watched that episode did you yeah or maybe i watched it i think i've seen the clip yeah Yeah, but yeah i I have a very big memory of her just going for it singing her opera but yeah it was an opera it was an opera it was like a classical music album wasn't it yes yeah Yeah, voice of an angel yeah 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 Yeah. she was very little she must have been i think she's my age 12 yeah she's my age so she would have been either 12 13 yeah yeah Yeah. 
13th of November, I Still Know What You Did Last Summer was released, mm. as is Meet Joe Black. Oh, I love Meet Joe Black. How do you feel about Meet Joe Black? I haven't seen it in ages. Oh, it's so good. So I, I remember, did we have the video of it or a DVD? I, think, I don't know. We had some copy, copy of, it. of it at home. So yeah. I remember watching it and liking it. But it's one of those films where I'm like, I'm not sure I would like it if I rewatched it now. Yeah. Like, I, I think... Brad Pitt is smoking in that he's, film. He, he's very good looking in that. He's yeah. like peak Brad Pitt. Peak Brad Pitt, yeah. yeah sure. Like, um, in that film. But, yeah, I can't remember... Uh, well, I, yeah, it's and Anthony of... Hopkins is very... Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> But yeah, I I I would be interested to rewatch it. Yeah, to see should. whether I still like it or yeah. not, or whether it's like, yeah, yeah, it's good. Um, and yeah, I know what you did last summer. Great, also. I still know what you did last summer. Oh, the sequel. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah that's um, great. And lastly, fifteenth of November. Oh, I'm really feeling nostalgic. Cold feet. Debuts on ITV. Really? Mm. With the rose and the bum cheeks? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. What a, what a, what a, that really, gosh, I just really. I like Cold Feet, though I've only, I only got into Cold Feet, like, way after the fact. Like, I remember watching the first episode with mum and dad, like, I was allowed to stay up to watch it. I don't it. think I saw that. Um, and I think we watched the first series. Um, but yeah, and then like kind of dropped off. But uh, yeah, I like a lot of the people that were involved with it. Mm. Um, and um, yeah, God, this really like James Nisbet grounds me in like a certain time in my life. It's just really weird how you're like, <laughs> whenever you listen to your cultural stuff, you're like, oh my God, yeah. yeah. It just reminds me, I've just got these flashbacks of like, homework and like <laughs> msn messenger and <laughs> yeah yeah it's true it's like true. what i used to do back then yeah 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 well that's what it's here for anyway yeah we grounded so, ourselves in november 98 yeah so let's get cracking so yeah so <laughs> richard is sitting on the loo uh, we open this episode with him on the loo and he's reading a book and he's, he's got, he's got his waistcoat undone and his tie is over his shoulder you know like how businessmen <laughs> yeah. when they eat their lunches they put their ties over their shoulder I guess it's so that he doesn't dip it in the loo bowl I yeah. don't know like. yeah. <laughs> but then we see these like this suspicious music and there's like this dramatic swell of music as these two hands reach over the wall of the stall yeah and then we suddenly see John appear, like his face <laughs> over the up. top, going, Richard. And Richard's like, John, good to see you. What's up? Like, <laughs> doesn't really bat an eyelid the fact that his friend's just decided to pop in on him while he's having a shit, you know? And then John climbs over the stall into Richard's stall. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Like, for God's sake, you can't just do that to people. <laughs> no. Like him saying hello, good to see you. It's not an invitation to come in. I know like, it's very uh, a strange thing to do. It's just like too much familiarity for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, but John's like, um, John comes over and he says, is, "Is everything okay with you and Ling?" And Richard's like, "John, you're in my stall." <laughs> and John's like, "I'm, I'm Whipper. How's she?" And Richard's like, "John." And John says, "I'm gonna kiss her." And Richard's like, "Whipper." <laughs> and he's like, "No, Nell." Uh, and we're just like, and? Like, what are you doing here? And John's like, I'm, I'm fraught. <laughs> yeah. He says, you told me how much import Ling placed on that first kiss. Unconcerned may Nell may do the same. And Richard just goes, John, you're, you're in, in my, my stall. stall. <laughs> like, this could have wait. <laughs> and John says, could you 
tell me, like, what were Ling's instructions specifically? And Richard gets up, and he doesn't pull his pants up, he no. just gets up, and says, well, the first thing is the head tilt. And he, and he just sort of manually tilts yeah, John's head. Actually um, and it. says, Ling says it's bad to go nose to nose. And then he goes, look at us, the anxiety over a kiss in the bathroom, like a couple of teenagers, gay teenagers, my pants are down. <laughs> <laughs> it cuts to Nell outside, and she's by the sinks, and she's just smirking, and like she folds like, her arm like she's settling in to listen to them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Richard continues going, the lips should be soft and poised. You'll want to lick first. And, and John's like, what do you mean I want to lick? And Richard's like, don't, don't dry, dry lick her. <laughs> and then Elaine comes in and she sort of stops by Nell and she also starts yeah. listening in. And John's going, what about my secretion problem? And if uh, I was Nell at this point, I'd be like, rethink this. Do not, <laughs> do not go there. And Richard goes, make it a strength. How? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And then he says, concentrate. Hear the bells. <laughs> and like the bells, the proper bells start, yeah. And he says, do you hear them? And John says, I think I do. And then Nell's almost like, like Nell's nodding and Elaine's like, oh, I can hear them. Like she's got this face like, I can hear them too. Um, and, and then Nell just goes, I know I do. And then there's like record scratch of the bells, like it cuts off. And, and Elaine's going, <laughs> and then Richard and John are just shaking their heads like really embarrassed because they can hear they've been caught and John just goes it was wrong to have popped it <laughs> glad you realised that now John <laughs> it's just like his complete lack of like boundaries, boundaries sometimes yeah, he's like I have a problem and I need to come and talk to you about it now <laughs> no matter what you're doing and it kind of reminds me of you know our brother who just like if he's got a problem he'll just come to yes. you no what you're yeah. doing <laughs> of awareness of like you know other people might have other stuff on like they can't just drop everything and listen to you at any moment in time it's just really funny yes yeah so then we were in titles after yeah. that so then we're in the office oh yeah and Elaine has a cup of Starbucks I did notice like last episode the coffee was not sponsored by off Starbucks brand. It was off brand it's like some independent um, or it could have been another chain that I'm not aware of but didn't recognise it as Starbucks, it was a brown cup. This is a Starbucks cup. Yeah. Starbucks have got their wallet out again. Um, and um, she's holding it out, and Ali is going to grab it, but Elaine's like swiping it away at the last second, um, and she's going, not until I get timesheets. And Ali's like, timesheets are for real lawyers, Elaine. When do you see me actually work? And I'm like, I'm glad someone because I have not seen Ali do any work for most of these episodes yeah. so far since day dot like how many I'd love to see her timesheets but she's not filling out um, and Elaine's like that's funny and then Ali goes to make another grab and uh, Elaine like effortlessly like just moves it out of yeah. reach um, and, and Elaine's like Richard's getting peeved he wants the timesheets and Ali's like okay okay I'll do the timesheets and she's like and she's got her like hands in like a prayer <laughs> and Elaine's like and when you do right. and Ali goes to grab it and then she, she's like give it to me <laughs> um, and um, uh, and then the elevator dings, and we see um, a man come out, and it's Rob Schneider. If you know anything I about it was comedy, him, yeah. um, you'll know Rob Schneider. He's uh, was on SNL for years, and he also uh, there's been loads of films like 
uh, Home Alone 2, um, he was in Juice, his main like feature film that he was a star in was Juice Bigelow, Male Gigolo. Oh, um, he's, yeah. he's had bit parts in lots of different He's very films. good at playing off-putting characters. <laughs> yeah, in Home Alone 2, he's the bellboy that's like, tip. Like, and then <laughs> Macaulay Culkin keeps giving him like gum and it's, yeah. Um, but yeah, Rob Schneider's there and um, he's got a big bunch of flowers and Ali sees him and does like this really dramatic gasp and just dives under like the reception, the bureau that's yeah. in reception. Yeah. She's like, Rah! and just like goes straight yeah. to the floor. And Elaine's going like, what? And Ali's like, birthday last night, get rid of him, quick, like just hissing. So this is my... Straight away. Mm. So we've talked quite a lot in like recent episodes about the phenomena of men who can't bear to be seen as the bad guy. Yeah. Um, so we'll cruise along with someone who they aren't actually into in order to duck out of a hard conversation. Yeah. But this, I feel, is an example of a woman who mm-hmm. can't be stand to be seen as like the bitch. Yeah. So gets tries to get someone else to do her dirty work for her yeah and she basically spends the rest of this episode ducking out of being like absolutely straight with this guy yeah like and yeah not okay not cool and actually again it's another example of Ali being like making her life harder for herself like yeah exactly like she doesn't she doesn't need to date this person if she doesn't want to she can just have that conversation and be straight with them yeah but she, like, yeah, constantly tries to dodge this. Yeah. And, like, having to have that conversation. Yeah, and it's a shitty episode. conversation to have. From yeah. experience. But you just gotta do it. You do have to just do it. Because... Rip the band-aid off. Yeah, it's not fair to the person... String them along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. not fair to them. And it's it's not fair to you. Like, it's not... It, you're not doing yourself any favours. No. By... Like, also, they're less likely to believe it anyway if it's coming from someone else. Exactly. Like, if it's coming from the horse's mouth, you can't really be like, oh, well, she, oh, didn't she really probably didn't me. mean yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah, exactly. So, so this is strung out for much longer than it needs to be just because she's like, I can't do scared it. Scared of, yeah. of, yeah, being seen as n- not a nice, nice lady. Yeah. You know? So Elaine turns to him and says, hello. And, and this guy says, hi. And she's like, may I help you? And he says, is Alison in? And Al- <laughs> Elaine, like, really finds the fact that he's used her full name. Alison. Like, funny. She's like, Alison? And he's like, make a I'm a suitor. Ross Fitzsimmons. Be alive and tell Fitzy's hero. And then he sort of winks and air kisses. And you're meant to get, I think, the impression that from that, that he's like some sort of sleazebag. Uh, and yeah. like, just like really cheesy, really like... Off-putting. Yeah. <laughs> and to be fair, he does a good job at that. Well, I, I, he is just really good at being off-putting. Like, yeah. I, I, yeah, he is just he, someone who just gives you the, like, <laughs> Yeah. So then goes Fitzy, and then she kind of puts her hand to her forehead and goes, how do I say this? And he's like, what? And she says, Ali Sun. Uh, she, um... She died. She died. Yeah. It was, it was awful. awful. <laughs> she was... And then... But Fitzy sees Ali's leg on the floor. He's like, is that her leg? And <laughs> Elaine looks and she's like, what? And she goes, oh, yes, uh, the police, uh, they've asked us not to move her. They're on their way over with, with the, the chalk. chalk. She, she was, was murdered. murdered. Just. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Fitzy bends down because he's just not buying this because yeah. it's fucking ridiculous. And he just tickles Ali's like knee pit. 
and Ali just goes and like kicks and flails and obviously she's not dead and um, the jig is up he's like nice game and Elaine's like oh Ali you're alive like still trying to sell this and Elaine like helps her out yeah Fitzy's like very very funny and Elaine's like oh I'm just so glad to see that you're okay and she's like stroking her hair like off her face and then she like Grasser. kisses her <laughs> Ali like full like on the mouth, in the, on the mouth. and like, there's this like flute like trill music like mmm lesbian kissing yeah I mean and this was backward like two straight women kissing on yeah, TV I know is, like well edgy yeah and, 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 and but Ali looks repulsed the entire yeah. way through like yeah. her, her, her eyes are open like she's, she's like, like oh. not selling this in the slightest <laughs> Um, and um, and they stop and then the music kind of distorts and Fitzy says and I'm not falling for that lesbian trick think of the first woman I've courted who's pretending to be dead or gay get, get in line, line. <laughs> and I'm like oh great so this is a 90s incel <laughs> great um because Ali's making this, like, grossed out face. Um, and, and Ali just goes, well, Fitzy, uh... Um, and Fitzy goes, you just judge people on looks, don't you? And Ali's like, I do not. And I'm like, Ali, you so do. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Fitzy's like, what about personality? And Ali's like, great, get one. And <laughs> Fitzy looks really He's hard. like, And then she's like, ooh, uh... And then there's like this gif of a mini Ally, like yeah. running up to Fitzy's shoe and climbing up on the shoe with her head in her hands, being like, I'm sorry. I'm yeah. So sorry. Yeah. Um, and it's like, Ali, what's wrong with you? Like, there's a middle ground. You don't have to, yes. like, insult someone no, to no, say exactly. they're not for you. You know? Right? It just, yeah, I'm not. Uh, we had a date. I'm not into it. Sorry, bye. That's like, what it that's needs, to all it needs to be. Like we didn't click. And yeah, exactly. And it's just yeah, it's completely ridiculous. Ridiculous. Anywho, so next scene, um, we're in John's office, and there's like a cricket noise, um, playing, um, and John is staring at like an unconscious Stefan on a cloth on his mm. desk, um, and he's no longer on the respirator, and, and Richard walks in. And he goes, John, crickets? And John's like, he loves them. I always have them on Thanksgiving with a little cranberry on the side. And Richard goes, nuts. And John goes, he doesn't like nuts. And Richard goes, no, no you. You're nuts. You're nuts. <laughs> you got bugs blasting out of a stereo. Give it up. He's gone. Coma. This Thanksgiving, he's the vegetable. Bygones. <laughs> and I'm like, that's not a good bygones, Richard. That's not helpful. <laughs> I don't like that bygones. <laughs> now walks in. And says, is there any change? And, and John's like, no. And could you both please leave? This doesn't help. You're callous to Richard. Yeah. And you assault him every move to Nell. <laughs> and Nell's like, I never assaulted him. And John's like, you throw him into a door. <laughs> and she says, well, to get him off of me. And he's like, you hit him with a file. And she's like, what? And John's like, in the complex, you swatted him with a file. And I've got a note here that says, it's the first time that someone's given that area an actual... Toe. Oh, yeah, like, I didn't know yeah. I was like, we were always like, you know, like the office, the, uh, you pool, know, the main like, office, the main area. <laughs> like we've never, we've always been like, what is that bit called? called. John's just called it the complex, the office complex. And I'm like, that makes Finally. no sense to me. Like, what the fuck is an office complex to me? It's like the, the entire sprawl yeah, of an office. Yeah. yeah. But clearly that's the term that's given not, it. So that's yeah. what I shall refer to it yeah. from now on. From now on, it's the complex. Exactly. Um, anyway, Nell continues arguing with him, being like, I didn't swat him, I defended myself. And she sort of looks unconvinced at her own <laughs> argument. And John gets up and goes, you swatted him! You picked up a 
file and he picks it up to demonstrate and you and he goes to swing <laughs> and just as he does that Stefan wakes up and jumps and John ends up whacking him, him into a window <laughs> which he slides down and again like the door. and Richard's like gone now oh, <laughs> and I'm like oh God. John John <laughs> I feel sorry for Stefan like he's just one bum deal after another. No, I'm not sorry for John because he's like, oh, if I hadn't got that. He blamed himself really, even though he's taken it out on Nell, he does blame himself for having like the flusher yes. and all of that. And and for bringing him into the office. The I know, day. there's that point. <laughs> but and now he's just gone and fucking twatted in one again. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I'm going to spat out my coffee there. <laughs> Oh man. Um so yeah, poor John, he's just gonna blame himself even more. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> next scene, we've got Billy, Georgia, and a client in a conference room, and we can't see the client yet because we're sort of the cameras Facing over Billy their shoulder Georgia. onto Billy and Georgia. Mm. But the client's going, Feel free to gawk, I'm quite used to it. And Billy's like, Oh, uh, we don't mean to, it's just and the client says, I'm orange, and we see a shot of her and she has orange skin yeah. like it's like a burnt sienna sort of orange it's not like orange juice orange well it's like i terracotta i thought it was like oompa loompa, oompa orange. loompa yeah, yeah 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 like that but it's like you know like she's been tangoed you yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i don't know if they have them in the u.s i don't know do you want to explain them tango no the advert I mean, yeah. people know what tango is do they have tango they... in the US yeah but I don't know if they know what the so yeah tango is you... like Fanta if it, you don't have it in the US yeah it's, like an it's just drink. an orange fizzy drink and like uh, they used to have a an ad campaign called uh, like in the UK called you've been tango yeah where like a big <laughs> like was it like a fat man in a nappy or something he was no, always I orange no you're thinking gonna get you <laughs> been fat i don't know let me let me just giggle it i'm okay. trying to remember i'll finish my muffin yeah do that mm-hmm. is that why you were like do you want to explain yeah, I was like, so i can eat i need to drink yeah <laughs> yeah they had an ad campaign um in britain called you've been tangoed where a man in a nappy but every all he'd orange. all be orange like the nappy would be orange he would be orange diaper yeah whatever and he would like go up to people who've just taken a swig of tango, tango. and would he slap them? Yeah, he'd like slap them around, he had to just like rubberize his hands. Because didn't it get banned or something because people of, were doing it in the playground. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, so they, he used to like just sort of wave his hand in the face or slap them around. I think originally it was slapping and then it changed to just sort of waving the hand in the face. Wasn't it, it he would go like that? Yeah. Slap like, both cheeks. Yeah, at the same time. Yeah. Um, but with like he had almost like cartoonish like rubberized hands like big rubber yeah. like thing and he'd, he'd just sort of slap and be like you've been tangoed and like wouldn't they go orange or something uh, something like something that something like that yeah. but anyway it like it became really a real popular. phenomenon yeah it was really popular in <laughs> in the kids UK, were doing successful. it to each and other kids were doing it to each other in the playground and so it got banned because obviously all these kids were like no I've just been slapped like ow <laughs> to sort of amend it but it, it was very successful for a short amount of time um oh, so yeah man. so that was but that's what she reminded me <laughs> yeah um, but she's wearing like normal clothes she's not wearing an orange diaper no 
Um, so yeah, so um, George is like, how the hell did this happen? And, and the client's saying, well, who knows? Some doctors say it's a reaction to the sun. Others claim I ate too many carrots. Some say it's genetic predisposition. The thing is, it's permanent and I lost my job because of it. People stare at me when I walk down the street. What can I do? Children want to recoil a bit. What can I do? But when I perform my job well and I still get fired just because, and she gets really upset, and Billy and Georgia are just making like sympathetic faces. Like, and I'm just like, yeah, yeah. what is this shit? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just a typical ridiculous animal being case. so ridiculous. But there are people who've gone orange before. Isn't it from like, I've heard someone going orange from like, obsessively drinking Sunny D. Uh, yeah, but I heard that, about that. Uh, yeah. I think I was so a kid a in few, America. Yeah. yeah, I think there were a few cases of people going funny colours for whatever reason. I don't think but it's I beyond think it's, the realms of possibility. But I don't think it's permanent. No, but I... I think if it's, especially if it was like that kid with Sunny D. Mm. Once you stop drinking yeah, it. Yeah, surely it once you stop, stop drinking it, you would you know, gradually become less orange. I hope so. But yeah, but but I just think, yeah, it's stupid, but it, it's got a kernel of truth. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I was just like, really? Really? <laughs> it's one of those things, like, where I'm just, if, if I was a, a writer in the writer's room for Ali and Bill, <laughs> There was no writer's room. I think that's the problem. Yeah, no. Well, this is it. I'd just be like, if there was a writer's room, I'd just be like, uh, and, uh, and David E. Kelly would be like, right, so this week we're going to have, the case is going to be a lady is orange and she got fired. I don't, I, I can just imagine like sort of looking around the room and being like, is no one going to say anything? Like no one going <laughs> to say really? This is the sort of case that they have though. They're always ridiculous. Like it, to me, it didn't stick out as more ridiculous than anything else they do. I, I I think it's on the loon, like the, the loon. like the. They have this concept. They have like a like a range of yeah. silliness. So and in, this is down the. You know, I watch this Australian soap opera called Neighbours, and yeah. there's uh, a podcast that that sort of recaps it called Neighbours, which I really love. <laughs> yeah. Um, they have this. They talk about this concept on Neighbours because obviously on soap operas you do get like high drama storylines, but you yes. also get like the stupid C. You know, yeah. the A, B story and then like the C story that's like the bit of fun. Yeah. Um, they nicknamed that the ceramic pig storyline because <laughs> years ago, Dr. Carl, who's like a long running character on it. Um, I there remember was this, Dr. Carl. Yeah, he's still in it. Yeah. Um, there was a, there was a storyline where he had, he was like obsessed with this ceramic pig. And we were like, <laughs> what the fuck is this? So now, I know. And now whenever there's a storyline that's the ridiculous storyline of the week we're like oh it's the ceramic pig <laughs> like, so this is why the ceramic was, pig I want to understand more why was he obsessed with the ceramic pig it was so pig? long ago I can't remember oh that's my the, God. but like the ceramic pig as a concept has just endured because neighbours <laughs> took it and was like labelled it on everything but, and they've even got their own like ceramic pig mascot oh that's like, amazing the design. it's really funny that's so funny but yeah but this is what I would call the ceramic pig yeah, oh, completely. That's a perfect name. Oh my god. We'll have to come up. We'll have to use orange face or something like orange skin. Like that. That'll be our like ridiculous storyline. You've been the orange, tangoed. The orange skin storyline. Tangoed. Yeah, exactly. But it's um yeah funny. Um so yeah she's upset because she's been fired because of her orange skin. Um so <laughs> next scene, Lynn comes out of the elevator. Um two. 
a they've started this is the first time they start using yeah the wicked witch of the west and this becomes like a, a trope that follows her around or yes. like a motif that follows her around it's like the beginning of them associating that with her um so she's she comes out the elevator the wicked witch of the west theme song and i wondered i just had a thought that occurred to me when i was watching it for the first time do you think that they told Lucy Lou that they were going to put that in the first time it happened? Or do you think they just made the decision to do it in post-production? It wouldn't surprise me if it was done post-production. And then from then on, she just kind of knew that they would throw it in now and again. But like, yeah. do you know what I mean? I just wondered whether she was aware that as she was filming that scene, like they would be doing that. That's interesting yeah. thought, isn't it? I, I wonder or whether where... that changed how she walked or whatever. Like, Or whether it was just, yeah, like I like... I like to think that she gave her performance and they were like, oh, that's such a great... Like, the yeah. way she does that is so, like... She's so full of wrath. Like, yeah. I, we want to, yeah. like, make a joke of this because yeah. she's done that so well. Yeah. Like, I'd like to think it's that and yeah. then it becomes... Uh, because it's so... To me, that's so synonymous with the character, that yeah. theme sting. Yeah. Like, it's so synonymous with um, Ling as yeah. the character and what they were trying to go for with her, which, as we've talked about, is somewhat problematic <laughs> but um she she's just known for being like i don't know like the villain everyone well, just hate you know hell I mean? hath no fury yeah yeah, yeah. like yeah. suffers no fools exactly yeah. like is yeah so i i just um yeah like i really i, I find it funny yeah and i like i like to think that it's a case of they I can imagine it was a show that was like based on that person's performance yeah so like, and they were like, like jump off of that yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and I just wondered how she felt about that. That's not um, So yeah. So but then Elaine comes up behind her and like follows her as she's striding through the office. Yeah. Um, and Elaine's going, Ling, welcome. Ling's like, my therapist says, pay no mind to those who don't matter. And Elaine's like, uh, yes. Well, if you're looking for Nell, she's in John Cage's office, not hers. And Ling kind of turns around smiling. Um, and Elaine continues saying, also, if there's any way I can help, um, I know you're hurt, and it's just that I want to be a part of it. And I'm like. Why is this... It's back again. It's like this back and forth, like this bitchiness happening. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's almost like they paired off Nell and Georgia and Ali, to a certain extent, to, like, be rivals, mm. like, back and forth. And then they paired off Ling and Elaine to be, like, yeah. main rivals. And I just don't get it. It makes no sense. I mean, She's a client. Yeah, like, we've, uh, we've, like, talked about this before. Like, it makes, like, no sense. Uh, like, uh, any, like... Uh, you know, if this was real life, Elaine would not get away with doing that to a client. And it's just, uh, it was quite nice, like, the last episode. Of episodes, yeah. yeah. Like, we've kind of not had any of with this. With all the Stefan drama, yeah. everyone's just kind of gone together and, like, yeah. out. And, yeah, and it's just like, oh, why is this back again? Like, yeah. it feels like a sort of step back. Yeah, and we yeah. have this, like, bitchy scene where Ling's like, oh, will you help just by being there, Elaine? Whatever my pain, I can take heart in not being you. And, and Elaine's like, oh, that was very good. Did you know you're my favourite vicious person in life? Um, and, I, and as soon as Elaine walks off, because they've both been, like, bitchily smiling at each other, yeah. Ling's smile just drops. And I'm like, I just think, oh, this is it. Like, it doesn't seem like... Like, I don't know whether with that scene they're trying to make out that Elaine is pointing out that 
this is just fun, like it's not serious. Cause well, because at first, yeah, what? I mean, like, the way, because at first, when I first watched it and Elaine goes, that was very good, like it almost feels like, like they're going small, like, to be good fun. Game, like, yeah, you know what I mean? fun. Yeah. But then, yeah, with that moment where she walks off and, and Link's like, smile Link's drops fake and smile like, drops, I'm and not enjoying like, it. Mm. Yeah. yeah, like you're just kind of like, oh, so. Because I wasn't yeah. at that moment where. Elaine turns around and goes, oh, that was very good. Did you know you're my favourite vicious person in life? I was like, oh, if they're going to twist this to be like, we just this is like just sparring with each other, yeah. it's banter and it's not serious and we don't actually hate each other, then I could probably get on board with that. Yeah. But then they had that bit where Ling's smile drops and I was like, oh, is she actually like still pissed off? Like, yeah. I, I don't like, yeah, exactly. I mean, my note on this was like, because I do like scene summaries yeah. when we and I'm just like, Ling comes out of the lift she and Elaine are mean to each other. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, it just feels so, what is this? Yeah, like, that's just my note. Yeah. I literally wrote, what is this? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just confusing. I can't tell what they're trying to achieve with no. this dynamic. It's weird. Um, like, yeah, like you say, if they were going to, like for a moment, it feels like they're going to subvert it. Yeah, and, and I was like, that could don't. be interesting. Yeah, and then they don't they yeah and it's just like oh okay because i like having banter with people i really enjoy it like where you're like oh when you tease each other these dumb bitches over here and they're all like oh no you do you know what i mean like and that's funny like i do that with my friends a lot yeah and we all know that it doesn't mean anything yeah it's completely and we're just like using our like wit and humor to like make each other laugh but this and I was like, oh, if they're gonna go down that road, then I'm awesome. here. Yeah. But no, they didn't. And yeah. it's like, oh, I don't, oh, geez, Louise. Yeah, I know, I know. Um. So anyway, next scene, we're in John's office, and he's looking out of the window. Um. And Stefan is on a ledge because obviously <laughs> yeah. the last we saw, he'd been batted into the window and he yeah. sat down. Now, what I don't understand is how did he get there because when John whacked the file and Stefan the whole bashed into the window, the window it was closed. I wonder whether it was you know you get those windows that open mo- like a mul- multiple ways. Yeah. So you do get windows where it, it opens like like that and it's like a little you know? Yeah, like and, the bottom, but, but from then, the bottom out. Yeah, yeah, but then you can like switch it and it will open sideways. Like, yeah, yeah. I wonder whether the window was like open and was really doing really well podcasting <laughs> here. She's just making loads of like mock windows with her hands, and I'm like, no one can see this. <laughs> like, yeah, bottom, yeah, sideways. <laughs> I wonder whether they were like this. Maybe we'll do a video for you demonstrating <laughs> what she's talking about. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, you translate. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do sign language. You yeah. translate. Great. But I want to a professional podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I'm not good with words. So <laughs> I'm so pleased that we're doing this together now that you've told me that. <laughs> So I wonder yeah. whether it was open at the bottom, yeah, yeah, and, and he slid down in, out, on, onto out the onto the window ledge because that would make sense. Okay, well they don't make that clear, they and it don't. was very confusing to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, the point is he's on the he's outside on the window ledge, like however many floors up from yes. the street, um, and John is like anxiously staring out the window being like I can see him I can see him he's on the ledge he looks conscious 
and Richard and Nell are there like staring mm. with him and Ling walks up and Richard's like oh Ling hey and Ling like looks out the window and John's like call the fire department and Richard's like oh they'll that rush over send a chopper <laughs> And Nell's like, can he climb back up? And John's like, no, he's afraid of heights. And Nell's like, how, how can he be afraid of heights? He's a tree frog. <laughs> he has sticky hands. And John just looks at her and she's like, never mind. <laughs> and Ling's like, just no nonsense. Get me a small box and some string. I better not get a watch. Yeah, and then she like she's, she's literally just come in, assess the situation. And been like, and I know up exactly what we need. Yeah, exactly. Just sort and, out just like, and then she walks off. Stop being hysterical, everyone. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> she's who you need in a crisis. Yeah, she is. Sure. She's so cool. Yeah. Um, so then we've got Renee has come to Ali's office for some reason. Um, just to have a natter, I think. Got she comes in and goes, on. why am I here? <laughs> exactly. No, she doesn't. But she might as well do. Um, she says um, she's talking to Ali about Fitzy so she's yeah. like how did you say yes to a date and Ali's like I don't know one second I'm kissing Elaine and the next thing I know and Renee's like where are you gonna go and Ali's like hopefully a movie someplace dark with no talking and you and Ben are gonna come too and I'm like Ben and again she's still seeing Ben for fuck's sake that douche but she can't be seeing him because we had that thing with Matt I wonder if that was just a side thing yeah but and I also never got the vibe that they were like seeing each other. They were more like buddies, like friends. I never. Oh no, no! I definitely felt like it was a date situation when he was at the party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I find this Ben character odd. You're like shady. <laughs> I don't understand why he's there. Well, literally just to be at the dinner party. But we've not met him before. No, I know. And like now they're talking about him like they're going like Steady. they've been <laughs> dating a while. And I'm like, really? I cannot because it didn't end well in the party. Like, no, they wasn't speaking to him. Yeah. So well, why would they still be like? I don't know that she wasn't speaking to him. Well, she wouldn't dance with him. She wouldn't dance with him. No, which is not great for it's a date. Not a great sign. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm like, this is just bizarre and also yeah. Ali was acting like they'd known each other for ages and yeah. like oh you know I, I just it's weird weird it's just yeah. like an odd introduction to yeah. a character anyway they mentioned Ben so he's obviously still around um, yeah. and Renee's but Renee's going oh no I don't want to do that and, and Ali's like oh yes you're the reason I met him and the least you can do is and then there's this knock on the door um, and Fitzy is there her. saying Ali and there's this like horror swell of music <laughs> um, and Renee's like see that he can't even startle you and Ali's like Renee and Fitzy's like uh I uh I brought you the itinerary and Ali's like itinerary and Fitzy's like for our date hello hello (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) and Renee's like lol like she's like finding this whole thing amusing she takes the list list because he's got this bit of paper yeah like the physical itinerary she's like Ooh, karaoke! <laughs> yeah, she's like, you've got to be kidding me! Oh, karaoke! And Fitzy is really unamused. He just snatches the paper back. Oh, well, he and can like, see that she's like, very good. Yeah, well, <laughs> he can see that she's mocking him. Like I, I feel like yes. he, he knows what Renee is doing. Yeah, like, so he just snatches it back and he's like, I'm very good. And then very sincere. And Ali like smiles and then there's this gif moment of her like road runnering out of the room yeah. she me, 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 me. and she like runs out it's like all sped up like yeah. it's, I, I love that bit I love that gif there's so many moments where I wish I could do that but I don't because I'm a grown adult that can take care of my problems 
so then we have a new scene um, back with uh, the frog saga. So Ling, John, Nell and Richard are staring out of the window and they've got all of the equipment that Ling's asked for. So yeah. the box is um, on its side. Somehow they've got it sort of almost next to or very close to where Stefan is. is. Um, and John has a megaphone. I know! <laughs> If you hop in the box, Stefan, we can pull you to safety. And Stefan just goes, <laughs> You have to trust me, Stefan. Trust, trust. Yeah, and Richard's like, How can he trust the world, John? He's, He's been, been flushed, filed, smacked. He's an abused frog. <laughs> And Ling's like, maybe he's depressed. He looks like a jumper. Is he depressed? Is he depressed yet? And John's like through the megaphone at first, but it feeds back, <laughs> yeah. so he switches it off. And he's like, I realise it's easy to locate humour in the situation, but I would appreciate you not doing so. <laughs> and Ling's like, bite my head off. And they're like scuffling. They're like jostling to get. Yeah. Like, and Ling's then, trying to get a better position yeah. by the window. And then Richard notices that he's like, look, look, he's, he's moving. And we see Stefan like slowly crawl his way into to the face box. the box he yeah. like turns around because he wasn't facing it and then he just goes in and Ling's got the string attached to the box and she just sort of hooks him like hooks yeah. the box up so it's upright and she gets him back in and she's like I got him and everyone crowds around him and around her and she's like give me some room like annoyed because everyone's like up jostling her and John's like easy easy and Ling's like, like he's annoying me yeah exactly um, and then she's like there and then she says can we talk now um, to Richard and John reaches into the box and he's he so relieved he's like you're alive you're awake you're back and Ling's like you're mental <laughs> And Richard and Nell are really happy, although you can tell Nell's still grossed out by the concepts of the actual frog. But she's, she's very, very happy, happy for John. John. Yes, yeah. exactly. So, new scene. Elevator dings. Whipper comes out and she walks past mm. Elaine. Um, and Elaine, just to herself, goes, Excellent. <laughs> it's a real, <laughs> like, Mr. Burns moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she turns around and goes, Whipper. And Whipper's like... Hi, Elaine, but she keeps walking. Yeah. <laughs> no time for this nonsense. And Elaine's like, how are you? I heard about the incident. It sounded awful. If you ever need to talk. And Whipper's like, yes, Elaine, that's exactly why I'm here. To extract a little comfort from you. Yeah, very sarcastic. And I was a bit like, I know Whipper knows the dynamics at Cajun Fish and the different characters that work there. And knows what Elaine can be like. But at the same time, they've never really had any beef with each other. And I just thought it was a little bit like, excuse me, like, why be so mean to Elaine? Like, because she's very obviously fishing for gossip. Right, okay. Like, she's, and being faux concerned. Right. Like, I would, I would react exactly the same way. I'd be like, get the fuck out of my face. Like, I'm not interested in your faux concern. But she's never been faux concerned with Whipper before. Oh, it just felt like a normal sixty. She's she's, she's uh, she she goes and she's like, it's so insincere. She doesn't feel bad for Whipper. She's just interested in gossip, right? She just the way she speaks to Whipper, the way she goes. I heard about the. Incident. I mean, we obviously it know because she awful. went excellent. But yeah, yeah, but but Whipper, like you say, Whipper knows who Elaine is. Okay, like I feel she she has her number down. Okay, and I feel like Elaine is so obviously being insincere in terms of being like, oh, I heard about the incident. It sounded 
awful. Yeah. If you ever need to talk, like, yeah. and and Rupert's just kind of like, why would I? Yeah. You are not my best buddy. Yeah. This is this does not sound genuine. It's it's, it's and, a bit of... and I'm like not here for you. Elaine's such an rubbish. interesting character because she is desperate for friends, but she really doesn't go about it at all in the no, right way. No, not at all. Um, and she, I feel like. And she doesn't have the right motivations a lot of the no, time. No, and this is one of those times where she isn't interested in how we her friends, feeling being a friend is feeling. Yeah, yeah, no, she is interested in the gossip she yeah. might get if she pretends to be yeah. interested yeah. in Whipper's feelings. Yeah. And Whipper's not a fucking idiot. Yeah, she okay. can spot this a mile It was off. just the fact that, like, I could understand if Elena tried to do that multiple times and Whipper was like... I've had enough, like, this is ridiculous. But, like, this is the first time she's ever said that to her. And I would be, like... It just felt, like, a bit, like... Well, I, th- well, I think it was nip it in the bud. Yeah. Like, yeah. I am not... Uh, we are not close friends. Why would I discuss this humiliating moment with you? But I feel like if she'd said that, I would have been less taken aback. It was just the way, like, she was... It's just the sarcasm with of it that felt mean as opposed to... No, But I think it. it's... Um, I think Elaine okay. does deserve that sometimes. Yeah. Because, okay. yes, she is the person that is shat upon, but it's not cool to feign interest yeah. and concern in a person when actually all you're after you're not, is some it's not genuine to, yeah. to gossip with okay. other people. Okay, yeah. No, it's just interesting. <laughs> um, so, so then Ling and Nell come into the complex, as we're now calling it. Um, and we have the word. Ling, Ling's like, oh, the naked woman is here. She's disguised in clothes. <laughs> Um, but Whipper, to her credit, doesn't bite, and she just is nice yeah. and civil, and says, "Oh, you know, we never officially met." And Ling just folds her arms, He's like, and Nell's like, "What's going, going on? on?" And Ling is like, "This is the naked nude thing I was telling you about. I saw her buttocks. They upset me. Look at her hair." <laughs> no, I mean this. It I goes was a like, bit too far. It does. It felt really unpleasant and yeah. like in an ageist in an kind of way. way. I like, yeah. and I didn't like that. No, I didn't like that either. Um, like, I can understand Nell being. Um, I can understand Ling being distressed at finding another woman when you're, kid. you've gone yeah. back to your, like, boyfriend. Yeah, that is upsetting. Yeah. <laughs> but there's no need to... You'd be upset no matter what age the person yeah, was. Yeah, exactly. You know I mean? But to refer to them as a thing... I hate that, like, yeah. No, that's not cool. No, I don't like exactly. that. Yeah. Um, I didn't like that either. Um, but then Richard comes out and he's like, oh, Whipper, what brings you? And Whipper's like, hi. And Richard's like, hi, you look great. And he's like... And then, then he, he realises who he's in front of. And he's like, oh. Um, and he's like, um, why? What? And, and Whipper's like, Richard, I came to apologise for what happened. And Elaine goes, uh, Ling's like eye rolling at this point. And yeah. Elaine just goes, wait, not everybody's here. Can I get Ali? <laughs> and Whipper and Richard are like, Elaine. No. And Whipper's like, it was just very wrong of me to have. And then she sort of whispers and goes, here's your key. I shouldn't have done it. I'm sorry, Richard. And then she just leaves. And everyone looks really sad for her. Like, yeah. can see the, like, empathy in the situation. Yeah. Except for Ling, who just suddenly goes, I didn't hear an apology to me! <laughs> and everyone's like... It's like, not about you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. Oh, so, then God. we're in court. 
And the opposing counsel and Billy are making their like pre-trial arguments okay. or like opening statements. We never know yeah. what this is. Someone <laughs> who's a lawyer, please tell us what this bit is because we don't know. So like, before the proper proceedings yes. begin and they're like questioning witnesses and stuff, they yeah. do some like arguments to the judge. Presenting the case. I yeah. Guess. Um, and the judge is Judge Boyle, which I think we should have seen coming from the title of the yes. episode. Happy Boyle. Um, yeah, happy, happy, happy trails. Happy Boyle. Happy trails. I was just saying happy Boyle. You're just saying happy Boyle. Just saying his name. <laughs> Leave me alone. Yeah. Um, but Billy's um, sort of going on and being like, uh, I'm sure that there are some places. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah, saying, this I'm... is a problem. Yeah, he says, I'm sure there are some places in the South where customers refuse to see a black travel agent. And I was like, wow, this is a really casual statement. Like, I, I, Yeah, I, well, I mean. I'm not saying it probably wasn't true, but I would just really like, like I don't know it just really like that's just the, the way word? things are yeah, yeah. it's really jarring to me yeah. that that was something that could be said and so also, casually and it was just like yeah that's accepted I think it's really interesting in terms of like um because Northam like uh, like I often hear about people in like the northern states of America being the coastal like, states or do you mean the east no, coast the, and west coast the, the northern states okay. of America being like oh uh, having this attitude of like racism is in the south of, of yes. the southern states yeah. of America it, it's it's better up here and one of you know the the thing is like that's not that's not it's not like there's no racism up Anywhere. in the northern like yeah I'm sure there are people in the northern states of America who, who also, also are racist that yeah. racist but too. it's like but it was just the way they was like that's how they are down there that's how it is. damn hicks yeah. you know what I mean yeah it's like but also, the thing that annoyed me, I knew as soon as I saw the woman's face, face they were gonna make it that a they were thing. going to, it was going to be compared to racism. Yeah. And I was just like, trust Billy to make this shitty argument. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Um, so, yeah, so he goes, does that make it okay to fire him? <laughs> and the opposing counsel says, I object to this case being likened to discrimination against African Americans. And Billy's like, I'm not doing that. Like, and he's like, you, you just... just that's what the yeah, that you just did it. And Billy says, well, the point I'm making is the law doesn't say you can't discriminate against blacks or yellows or reds. It says colour. She was fired for being orange. I think you'll find that is a colour, actually. <laughs> Red and um, yellow. And then, and then, <laughs> and then um, Judge Boyle just goes, are there more? And Billy's like, excuse me. And Judge Boyle goes, orange people. And Billy's like, um... I don't think that's relevant. And Judge Boyle goes, I always thought that one day people from another planet would land on Earth and ask me to bestow them their civil rights. But I figured them to be green. <laughs> and Billy's like, uh, Your Honour. And he's like, Judge Boyle continues, People sometimes think I'm an alien. Behind my back, they call me Yoda. And he closes his eyes and just goes, I try to rise above it. I genuinely, <laughs> I genuinely believe that Judge Boyle is full on tro- trolling Billy, and I couldn't love him more. Like, so it's just so fucking funny. It's so just... funny. Um, yeah, he's so um, adorable in that scene. Um, and, and, and then Billy goes, "Your Honor, Miss Paul is is not an alien." <laughs> <laughs> so please, you had to say that. And he goes. She's an American. 
asking you to say it's not okay to, for her to be fired because of her skin colour. And Josh Boyle's like, will you step up here, young woman? And Billy's like nodding. Yeah. She's like, uh, as always, with as this always. looking hesitant. And she comes up and he goes, let me see your teeth. And she just turns to look at Billy and he nods like, yeah, go on. And she opens and Judge Boyle sort of looks in and then that's the end Hidden. of the scene. Yeah. yeah. I just, I love it. I really think he is. Trolling yeah. Billy in that moment. I just think <laughs> so I just funny. love that. Obviously, this is um, what we spoke about at the beginning of the series. This is Phil Leeds' last episode because mm. the actor died. Phil died. Yeah. Um, and I just love that he's like the most adorable he's ever been. Yeah, in this completely, episode. completely. Like, so I love funny. him. Um, so yeah, so back at Cajun Fish, there's a big bunch of flowers being delivered to Ali's office, and then uh, we sort of track the delivery guy bringing it into Ali's office, and then we see Ali and Elaine in her office, oh, in surrounded there, like, by flowers. Surrounded. It's like someone died. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like an insane. And Ali's going, "How did it happen? You were there. How did it happen that I agreed to a date with him?" And Elaine's like, "Well, why'd you date him the first time?" And Ali's like, "Renee's friend fixed me up. I would call right now." Can I just say, yeah. when Ali goes, Renee's friend fixed me up, I'm like, yes, they did. And I just had this whole, like, imaginary, like, headcanon <laughs> of, like, someone is really good friends with Renee, but they fucking hate Ali. Oh. And, and they see an opportunity to fuck her over because she annoys her so much. Ben. No, no, I, I reckon it's a, uh, a, a girl. A girl. A girl has been like, I really love Renee, but she's always with this fucking annoying woman, Ali. Yeah. yeah. Like, how do we? I, 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 like, how, how can I, like, play a prank? I can imagine, like, I can imagine, like, Ali's been unnecessarily rude to this person yes. at one point. Yeah. So they've been like, okay. Okay. <laughs> I see. I know what I can do. Yeah. It's like let's let's set her up with the worst person for fun. Yes. So <laughs> that's just that's in my little head cannon. And um, yeah, and then so Ali goes, I would call right now and call it off, but that would just fuel his passive aggressiveness. Ah! I'm just gonna go through with it. I'm gonna tell him he had his chance, and that's that. And Elaine's like, Ali, it's nice to be nice. I believe in being nice, but sometimes you got to dump them. Give this guy the bin. And Ali's like, thank you, Elaine. You are such the sage. And I'm like, she is. <laughs> she is In the this sage. instance, yeah. she actually is. Ali's dripping with sarcasm. Yeah. But Elaine seems to either ignore or just completely miss the sarcasm because she sort of says to herself, there are some things I know. <laughs> um, you pretended to be dead, but I think he liked it. <laughs> Gotta, I think he liked it. And then she's like, you've got to give him the straight hard dump. And I was really laughing at that. And she was like, it's the only thing these bastards understand. And then Ali like bats the yeah, flower. Yeah, she's like, whacks the flower in, in frustration. So then we have um, Judge Boyle in court um, sort of summarising um, what's just happened. And he's like, so many conflicting thoughts have been spinning through my head. On the one hand, it is his business, and on the other, firing somebody for skin color, added to which I personally think you're a very pretty color. There have been many times uh, I wish my own wife glowed in the dark. It would be easier for me to see what I was doing. But this case is not about skin color, and I'm impotent. I mean, the law is impotent to protect you. And then he takes like a, a wheezy breath, and he closes his eyes, 
and he sort of croaks quietly and Billy sort of looks sort of concerned like going your honour J- Judge Boyle because he looks like he's falling asleep yeah and then we see Judge Boyle's head just fall onto his desk really hard really hard like with a thump and Billy like jumps up and yeah. Georgia who's been second chairing follows and they like rush up to the desk um, and he's and Billy's going call the paramedics your honour Judge Boyle happy and he's like call the paramedics damn it and, and Georgia's like oh he's got no pulse and Billy's like what do you mean he's got no pulse? And George's like, I think he's dead. And he's like, he can't be. He is. He's dead. And then the opposing counsel goes, who won? And I lifts his head up his head to up. see Judge. And this is my objection. I, I nearly, this nearly was because my Because I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. He's not cold remotely yet. For fuck's sake. Like, how dare you do that? For fuck's sake. How and I, and I know you? it's meant to be like comedy, but I just feel like in this moment, that wasn't the moment for well, comedy. Well, because Georgia like hits him yeah, on the arm. Yeah, she smacks him on the arm like, hey! Like, uh, yeah, yeah. And, and I'm like, now that casual violence from Georgia, like, I, I approve of yeah. because that lawyer is a gross monster yeah. for doing that. I was like, what the fuck? Because he's trying to see his notes to see if he wrote like which yeah. way he was going to go. But I just, I was just like, that's great. So for Judge Boyle, he was such a he was wasn't in it very much, but he was such a beloved character. Yeah. And given the fact that we know Phil Leeds actually died, yeah. I just thought you could have left that bit out. Like we didn't yeah, need that. Uh, yeah, like I think that was a real mistake. That was a from mistake. Um, and I think before we move on, I really wanted to discuss how they filmed this because I looked into it because I was thinking oh, really? as I was watching it, I was like, well, I know that they'd originally, from what I remember from reading into the first episode, mm. you remember I said in the first episode of this series um because they had the in memoriam yes. title card um judge boyle no his real phil name Leeds. was phil Leeds. he died a month before this season started airing right and they filmed the scenes for this episode originally to air in the first episode right. of the series but then because he actually died they cut them out of the first episode and decided to make this like special tribute episode to him and also to explain that the character had died yeah and i was like well uh, what what did they film when and how did they know he was going to die and did they film the character dying just as a coincidence like what mm, happened yeah. and so what i found out they'd um originally filmed the scenes of this this story for the first episode yeah um and it was just meant to be like a normal like case of the week like ridiculous case yeah but they had some unused footage and i don't know if it was from that episode or from a previous episode right. of where judge boyle falls asleep in court and it's funny right um so what they did was editing everything together. They basically created this what they call patchwork scene, right? Of him doing his summation for this case, but then using footage from where he fell asleep. Yeah. And, and again, I couldn't find out whether that was from this original story or from another story they yes. did in season one. Yeah. Of where he falls asleep, and but obviously then they filmed some scenes to say that this whole like I think they use like a body double to be yeah, like he's dead, like all I of thought, that scene. Yeah. Um, to like explain that the character dies, and I think from watching it through, the scenes where there's no longer Phil Leeds in it is from where he falls onto the yes, desk. Yes, and I think they put the thud in to make that harder to yeah. make it seem like he was dead as opposed yeah. to just falling asleep on his yes, desk. Yeah, um, and I think from then on we don't have Phil Leeds. Yeah, it's all, yeah, you know. it's all body double. So I was just curious as to how they'd done that because I was like watching the actors, and I was like, at what point did they know they? did they have that knowledge that Phil Leaves had actually died yes. and were playing yes. a different... It was just... I just like to know how they feel. Yeah. 
say it, I just thought other people might find that interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's but it's really very sad. Paul's died. Yeah. Yeah. And it's made more sad, obviously, because we know the, the, the actor, actor died. died. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then we have a new scene and Richard is answering his um, cell phone and he's in a Chinese restaurant um, on a double date with um, John and Nell Lane. and obviously Link's there yeah. as well. Um, so he's on the phone and he's going, dead, dead? Oh my God. And then he goes, which way did he rule? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that I think could probably stay in because it wasn't immediately like yeah. moving the corpse. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think you could have just had that joke yeah. and had that yeah. funny that like, you yeah. didn't need the opposing counsel doing it. Anyway. Um, and John's like gesturing, like going, like, what? what's going on? Um, and, and Richard goes, happy boil, bygone. <laughs> bygone. <laughs> That made me smile because I was like, "Oh, we should, and we should use that." We should use that. Yeah, in our funerals. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then he puts the phone down, um, and and Nell's like, "Oh my god, what did he die of?" And Richard says, "Don't know." Said he was impotent. Boom. Boom. Soy sauce. <laughs> and John says, "I liked Happy Boyle. I'd like to take a moment." And Richard, Richard's like, "Yeah, okay." Um, and then John and Richard go to take a moment. <laughs> And Ling and Nell just look really like, confused because they've not really seen this before. Yeah, they kind of look at each other. Like, what do we do? And, and, and Nell sort of goes to sort of nodding and saying yeah, something like, like, yeah, let's take, take a moment, let's join in. Moment. So they all join in. So they're all taking a moment around at the table. At the table. <laughs> and the waiter comes up and he's like, cooked bad? <laughs> and Ling's like, oh, no, 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 everything's fine. Somebody's dead. Um, and John then says, Ling, could they perhaps feed Stefan maybe just a little lettuce or something and he's there in his container oh, like no. at the table like in the middle of the table yeah. <laughs> like who does that John John that. yeah <laughs> um, but this waiter from what we can tell so far doesn't speak uh, very English. much English yeah. so um, but Lynn can speak Mandarin so she um, <laughs> John says he's giving me a look of famish and now sort of smirks so then Lynn speaks Mandarin to the waiter um, to kind of ask if he can do this and, and John's talking saying bring him right back he suffers a little separation anxiety and he's like okay okay and he's like trying to follow the conversation but yeah, he cannot but cannot he can't does speak not Mandarin, Mandarin yeah. um, so that's kind of happened then we've got a new scene and, and Ali's on this fucking date with Rob oh, Schneider no. <laughs> with Fitzy um, and he's doing karaoke. He's, 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 he's singing, in like a white puffy shirt. He's in a pirate shirt. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's like really like deep, like yeah. V-neck, yeah. V-neck. Um, he's singing Puppy Love. Oh, like, vomit. I, yeah. And <laughs> Ali and Renee are at a table just a bit kind Stunned. of like, <laughs> But what's weird is all the other women in the audience seem I'm to be like going it. nuts over it yeah it's so weird and Ali and Renee are like sitting there like no what the fuck is this um, but Renee's sort of laughing at the ridiculousness of it but then Ali's beeper goes off and she's like what looking at her beeper and Renee's like what and she's like Judge Boyle died and Renee's like he did and then Ali's like that's a tragedy right we should leave and they both run, run out run <laughs> out um so then we see um, a new scene and paramedics are taking away Judge Boyle's body and yeah. Billy and Georgia are watching them um, run off and the paramedics are obviously questioning them because they were there when oh, it was happened. was it the police? I thought it was the police. I thought it was, it was one of the paramedics. I don't know. It could have been know. either. Someone official. Someone, someone official. And they're saying, you know, did he grab his chest? And Billy's like, no. He was, and Billy looks really cut up to be fair. He's like, yeah. he was giving his ruling and then he looked like he was falling asleep and he, 
he just closed his eyes and his head drops and Whipper comes up. She's obviously heard yeah. from across the courthouse and, and, and is really tearful and she's like, can I see him? We were friends. So Whipper <laughs> walks over to him and she lifts back the sort of sheet that's been put over his body and is just whispering to him and she's really tearful and she's like, Now why did you go and do this, Abby? You shouldn't have done this. So oh she just no. kisses his head. And Billy looks really sad. Clearly very sad, yeah. And Georgia says to him, are you okay? And he's like, yeah. And um, and See, I was like, toxic masculinity yeah, a lot. Because yeah. it's that thing of like, no, you're not okay. And that's okay. It's okay not like, to be okay. Yeah, someone who, you know, was dear to you has yeah. just died in front of you. Yeah. And you can say no to that question. Like, but it's also like, you don't have to... Any On emotion you're face. feeling right now is okay. Even if that's not, like, wanting to cry, it can still just be shock. Like, yeah. I think, I'd imagine going, seeing, witnessing something like that, you perhaps don't feel like bursting into tears because you're still, like, numb with shock. Yeah. Like, that's perfectly normal, too. But yeah. that doesn't mean, like, you you're have to okay. say you're okay. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, Cause I just, I just feel like it's a... Uh, like wanting it's like putting on a brave face isn't it which is something that men do feel like they have to do and it's like yeah. you shouldn't feel like you have to do that with your own wife but you also i do think it's okay and we've talked about this before um you you sh it is okay to not want to talk to anyone do you know what i mean yeah but, but like, you can just go yeah. like remember that <laughs> we did that episode on the practice yeah and the the i can't remember the character's name but one of the lawyers the lawyers that was like it's when that guy shoots himself in, in the oh, courtroom yeah. like and the they go like, yeah, yeah are you okay and he goes no yeah and, I, like, I was like, and i was like that's amazing like yeah. he just he was just like no i'm not okay no but i'm not okay someone's just blown their brain yeah, out in front of like, me like yeah, like, but he doesn't elaborate on it, and he doesn't, doesn't have to. Uh, yeah, he doesn't yeah. have to. It's just literally like, no, I'm not okay, and and I'm not gonna pretend that I am when I'm not. Yeah, like that doesn't mean you have to, like you say, like break down and bear your soul, like so, right there yeah, in the yeah. in the courthouse. Yeah. Like you don't but need to do that. that but you cool. can, you can say it's not okay when yeah. it's not okay. I know. I felt sad for Billy. In that I know. Moment. I was just um, like, come on, it's your wife asking. Yeah. Like, surely you can just say. No, I'm not. I don't know, but there was also this layer of technically they're still at work, so he's like trying to be professional. But um, it's like, come on. But you can. There be, are times when shit happens, and you just have to be like, it's not okay. I'm but not right. you, you, that there's nothing. And no, there's, there's nothing, nothing unprofessional, unprofessional about, about yeah, saying yeah, sure. no. I'm not okay. Yeah, exactly. But we'll talk about this later. It's like, just at weird, home. like these like, weird um, social norms that you think you have to be living up to. Yeah, like, yeah, I don't know. Weird. Um, so then we go back to the Chinese restaurant um, and they're discussing Happy Boyle and, and John's saying the thing about him, he never struck me as happy. <laughs> and Richard's like, oh, he was happy. He just didn't look it. People thought he was a grump. So he nicknamed himself happy to compensate. Smart little guy. And then John goes, Ling, could you ask him to bring Stefan back? He has some separation problems. Um, and Ling's speaking Mandarin to the waiter and we see subtitles this time. Yeah. And she's saying, can you bring the frog back? The strange one. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the, the waiter, waiter 
sort of um, he speaks and he sort of points to the table and he's like, well, he's confused. like, he's well, he's. I think he thinks she's joking because he kind of talks in like an amused way as if she's yeah. made a joke. We don't see the subtitles. No, we, bit, do, yeah, we don't know what he's there. saying. Um, and but then Ling responds really angrily, and then the waiter's responding defensively, and Ling is arguing, and John's like watching like a tennis match, back and forth, <laughs> like trying to follow the conversation, um, and and, and Richard's like, what's going on? And Ling is like, he's going to be taking a big moment that's all I can say and, and they're arguing some more argue, yeah. and John keeps making this motion with his hands as though he's like miming bringing the container back <laughs> he's like bring it back and I'm like it's like that thing when you're in a foreign country yeah. and you're like trying to mime what you need and it's like <laughs> like really sh- like that doesn't help you know what I mean and and and, and Richard and, and like that and it's getting more and more heated and Richard's like whoa, 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 whoa what's going on and Ling's like Aww. the bad news is Stefan is back the good news is he's delicious and she just takes a bite from her chopsticks and says tastes like chicken and, and John the realisation just dawns on John and Richard's mouth is like agape and Nell is looks looking disgusting, disgusting. <laughs> and Ling looks like mm. <laughs> Um, yeah, and then you kind I'm just of, like, they're dropping like flies today. Yeah. <laughs> like Game of, Game of Thrones up in this shit. But then Nell and the waiter, like, there's a new scene, and, and Nell and the waiter are like arguing in Mandarin in the background, and John just has his hands, oh, obviously, some time has I passed, know. but John has his hands on, like, his hands and his head on the table. He's just, like, his head in his hands, even, on the table, just really upset. And Richard is, he's chewing the well, food, but he's clearly a frog's leg. Well, like, like pork. I, yeah, exactly. I put his frog. Frog paw. Frog paw, yeah. <laughs> and Nell is just looking like, what the fuck have I just eaten? Like, really nauseous. Well, she, I think she's looking at Richard, like, because he's eating. He's continuing to, to eat. eat. And, like, now she's just, like, looking Disgusted. at Richard. Disgusted. And, and the arguing kind of, like, fades out. Yeah. So it's, like, clearly they're there for some time trying to, like, get some uh, understanding so of what upsetting. happened. I know. Oh, Can you horrible. imagine? I mean, that is, like, awful. To find out that you you've, you've been eating your own your pet, friend. like that is horrible. Poor John. I, I imagine know. you just want to go and throw up. Yeah. Um. Well, anyway, the next day, um, at Cajun Fish, Ali's talking with Billy and Georgia about Happy Boyle. Um, and and Ali's sort of saying, I didn't even really know him, so why do I miss him so much? And Billy's like, because there was something there. Every other judge sits there, so I don't know, so cold. Happy Boyle and Ali's like smiling and he's like there was something human there and they're sort of reminiscing and Ali's like oh I remember my first time and there's this flashback to episode two of season one where Judge Boyle's like let me see your teeth to Ali yeah. and then he's like hygiene is important to this court and it's like let me see your teeth um, and then Billy's saying oh I remember my first time too and there's this flashback obviously it's a scene that we haven't seen because yeah. obviously Billy's first time in front of Happy Boyle was before the series yeah. started um, but it's Billy in front of the stand With like a grinning haircut. like a maniac like, <laughs> yeah. um, and he's like my second trial I was so nervous I overdid it and he's like I can't believe he's gone and George is going I never knew you cared so much about him and Billy's like neither did I in that moment did you notice Ali looked really annoyed at Georgia like how could you not know? <laughs> yeah. How I could think, you not know? How could you not be in tune with, with Billy feelings? the way that I am? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. she looked really like she threw this really annoyed look at Georgia yeah. in that moment. But yeah, but it's like clearly Annie and Billy and, and some others, are, 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 are like Whipper, had like a huge um, fondness for, yes. for Happy Boy, yes. which Georgia, maybe she just didn't have as much 
maybe Thailand she wasn't was charmed by him. Or maybe she didn't have as many cases in front yeah, of him, so maybe. didn't have that kind of yeah. feeling about him, yeah. which is fine. But um, you know, like people, you, there's loads of people at work that I have had similar feelings about yeah. in the past um, that I know don't really talk about. But yeah. if I were to hear that they died, I'd be like, oh, do you know what I mean? It would yeah. like hit me more mm. than perhaps someone else. Yeah. You know, it's, um, I can understand it. And I can understand why Georgia wouldn't know because it's not necessarily something you go home and say, oh, I love that guy. I love that old guy that I work with. Do you know what I mean? It's just more something that you, it's not consequential enough to talk about all the time, but, but it's it is there. Felt, yeah. yeah. Um, so Ali kind of walks out and she sees um, Fitzy standing at Elaine's desk <laughs> and we hear um, Tom Jones's It's Not Unusual, <laughs> like the beginning <laughs> bars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Ali like approaches Fitzy and the record like scratch and it stops. Yeah. And she's like, Fitzy. And Fitzy's like, did I miss something? And Ali's like, oh, I'm sorry. Somebody I knew died. And, and Fitzy, Fitzy went. So you went to get the chalk? <laughs> yeah. And Ali's like, look, I was going to call, but... And Ali's like, okay, Fitzy, time for us to have a little chat. And she pulls Fitzy into Ali's office. And she says, I'm a person who throws herself at men, figuring once in a while something's got to stick. I play the game. I know the game. I enjoy the game. Especially when I compete just a little out of my league, like you're doing here. But I also have the sense on those occasions I do go splat not to get up and hurl myself again. There's a difference between losing and being a loser, who on some unconscious level seeks out defeat. That's what you're doing with Allie, and it's time to stop and take a very big bite out of reality. Look at Allie. And he turns to look at Allie going through <laughs> the doorway, and Allie's like, go away! Pretend to read. Is she, yeah, she's like holding this book, and I'm like, you've never opened that book before in your life. <laughs> Is she not beautiful? Is she not smart? Is she, I'm like, questionable. <laughs> is she not sophisticated? I'm also like, questionable. No. <laughs> is she not all those things, Fitzy? I want you to walk out of this office, go home, and write yourself a letter starting, Dear Fitzy, what were you thinking? Oh and then she points, and she's like, now go, and pats him on the back. And it's, and then it's not unusual starts up again as Elaine like walks Fitzy out and then Ali as he goes past Ali she like pretends to be engrossed in this yeah. book and, and when he gets nearer she kind of cringes and like, the record physically. distorts like he goes yeah. as he comes nearer and then she grimaces yeah in case he says something I suppose but yeah. then he just walks past and gets in the lift and once he gets in she breathes this like sigh of relief and Elaine's like now that's the way to dump somebody Ali yeah and I'm like sure it is but Ali should have done that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I just... I did like when she was like, write yourself a letter that says, Dear Fitzy, what were you thinking? <laughs> I mean, I think that was cruel. But yeah. I think the problem is, is, uh, you know, part of the issue is Ali has not been straight with straight this with person. Yeah. So he's he is someone that, you know, is clearly... Optimistic. Bought, bought, that, <laughs> bought into that idea yeah. that if you badger a woman and persist yeah. with a woman Which long is enough. Not cool, but at the same time, he wasn't get the du- getting the direct, direct message, message from, from Ali, Ali, which maybe yeah. would have nipped that in the exactly. bud. Exactly. So it's like, you know, you've got to. 
take responsibility for the messages you're sending and yeah. not sending, you know? Yeah. So the next scene, we cut straight into a flashback from uh, episode 13 of, of series one where um, Judge Boyle comes into Whipper's chambers by oh, mistake. Yes, yeah. And, you know, and they have this that fun moment. Um, and then it fades out of that to a big photo of Judge Boyle, like, propped up in Whipper's chambers. Yeah. I guess she's, she's well, we find out later, she's, she's the one that's been tasked with organising the funeral, so I guess she's had that blown up and just yeah. storing it there. Um, and Whipper's in her chambers, sort of obviously reminiscing and thinking about um, Judge uh, Boyle. Um, and, and Richard comes in, and he's like, hey, and, and Whipper's like, hey... And Richard laughs, and Whipper's like, I am sorry. Richard says, oh, forget about it. I just wish I'd walked in. Ling said you looked incredible. <laughs> Which and I was is, like, that's cute. Yeah, because that that is, like, the complete opposite, opposite of, of what, what she, she was saying. That she, you know. But you can, like, if you dig under Ling's uh, protests, she's saying all of that because she's jealous. Yes. And insecure about but it. But I, I really... So, I, clearly, I, I she think, is jealous. Like, you wouldn't be jealous of somebody who you were like, well, clearly, I'm superior. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, no, but I, I think it's kind of cute that she's said to Richard behind closed doors that she looked amazing. I didn't know whether she had. I think Richard was saying that to... He was either reading between the lines and being like, she wouldn't be this upset if it wasn't. Or he was like, I want to make Whipper feel better. Because I'm sure she did look incredible. I don't know. I like the idea of Ling sort of, sort of saying that to Richard. I don't but, know if they're there but yet. But kind of being like, but but then undercutting it with something. Maybe. Like I can imagine her doing that. Like being yeah. like she looked incredible for her age or something yeah, like that. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah. undercutting it. Yeah. So Whipper says, you know, he used to come in here by mistake three times a week. He'd pick the wrong door. We talked for an hour, sometimes two. He talked all about his cases, all about all the characters that would appear before him that day. I'm going to miss him. And Richard's like, me too. If I was ever going to have a homosexual experience, look at that wattle. Oh. <laughs> that made me laugh. I thought it was cute. I'm just like, old man wattle. <laughs> Aww, old, man, old men are cute. And yeah, a whipper says, Richard, your clergy friend, Mark, can I borrow his chapel? Happy's memorial's kind of been left to me. And Richard's like, yeah, I'll ask him. I'm sure it'll be oh, okay. Like, borrow his chapel. Like, well, use it for yeah. the funeral. <laughs> it's just, don't you pay to use, like... I think she's asking him to call in a favour. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and uh, Richard's like, is everything otherwise okay? And Whip was sort of sad. You could see this sadness in her face. Mm. And she's like, sure. And Richard's like, people come, people go, huh? And Whip was like, seems so. And mm, it's just, just sort of bitter sad. sweet, like yeah. sad. Um, so, um, next scene, we have John oh, dancing main, main, maniacally, like what? really emphatically, like a man possessed. But his to... face is really like sombre. Yeah, yeah, but it's to, give me that, give me that, give me, give me, give me that, give me that thing, give me that, give me, give me that, give me that thing, give me that, give me, give me that, give me, give me, give me that thing, that thing. And he's like bouncing around his office, like jumping up and down. Um, and Nell walks in as he's doing it, and John stops once he realises that she's there. she's there. And she's trying to cheer him up. She's like, hey, I just came in to disparage you. And he's like, doesn't react. And she's she's like, like, kidding. Yeah. And she's like, is there any reason you're hopping about? And John's like, it's an advanced form of my smile therapy. I'm using physical optimism <laughs> to induce emotional well-being. And Nell's like, ah. Oh. And then she's like, sit down. And John's like, I'd rather not. And she's like, sit. 
His number was up, John. <laughs> the toilet, the door, the window, the, the chopsticks. chopsticks. They called his number. We don't know why God does some of the things he does. His ways are mysterious. All we know for sure, he seems to hate frogs as much as I do. <laughs> and John does his smile therapy smile. Yeah. And, and Nell, I don't think she I think she misinterprets it, she doesn't she? She's she thinks she's trying to... Because she smiles back at him like, oh, I'm like mistakenly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then John's like, can I be alone? And she's like, sure. And then she gets up to leave. But just before she leaves, she goes... For what it's worth, I didn't find him delicious at all. I thought he was a little tough. <laughs> and she leaves. And John starts to, like, laugh a little. And then a little more. Like, out loud. Yeah. yeah. And then he, like, starts to become, like, hysterical. hysterical and Ali walks Ali in. Ali walks in. And, like, looks really confused. She's like, John? And John's giggling. And he's like... First the toilet. <laughs> and then, then he fights his way back up into the bowl, only to find... Well, I mean, you know... Unfresh. Mm-hmm. And at this point, I was like, "We all saw that bowl. <laughs> it was not unfresh. <laughs> it was like, like fucking clean as a fucking whistle. I would eat my dinner out of that toilet. <laughs> I just don't understand yeah, what I, kind of mind trickery. I, 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 it's here. like it's like I'm a like, Jedi mind I'm trick. Like, Jeff Will, are you being trickery with me? <laughs> show an actual dirty toilet <laughs> so we'll just show a fresh one and then tell everyone it was unfresh the, what they saw is not what they saw <laughs> this is just bonkers to me because it's funny enough without that detail I like know. why they have to do I, this it's I don't really know weird. it's just like squeamishness <laughs> about showing an unfresh toilet anyway John's like And Georgia play a game of catch with him and until well in the door and then wham, and then splat and then there with the little legs twitching. <laughs> he's like laughing and Annie kind of starts to laugh because she's like, well, if he's laughing, then mm. I've got permission to laugh. Yeah. And he's like, and then the chest compressions, Richard with his two little, oh, no, then the respirator. <laughs> <laughs> and then we think he's never going to come back when the doctor said if it doesn't happen in 24 hours, he's in a coma for a week. <laughs> but no, he doesn't give up. He battles on. He battles his way back to consciousness, and then I launch him out the window. <laughs> and and, and Lean gets him with a box. <laughs> and then we go out to celebrate, and we eat him. <laughs> he's dead now, boy. Oh, he's so dead. <laughs> and now we're laughing. Chop, suey frog. <laughs> No, you're laughing. My best little friend is dead and you're laughing. He's lucky he's gone. You know that? Because people are sick. They just laugh at tragedy. Stefan was too good for this world, boy. Yeah, he's lucky to be gone. And just leaves. Just storms out and slams the door. And I'm just like, oh, poor child. And then Ali is just left alone looking like mortified. Yeah, sometimes when lots of bad shit happens on yeah. top of each other, yeah. all you can do is laugh. Oh yeah, sometimes like you, it it it, it helps. Re- it's a pressure relief, yeah. like like valve, like, and you can end up laughing about it, like. 
but then it's like it still hurts it still hurts yeah. so i just love how he he made ali feel like it was okay to start laughing about all this and then just turns on her and is like you're laughing at my friend dying like you bitch yeah <laughs> like, you are a callous a funny... sick human being and i'm out of here and it's like so... ali's just left like what the fuck like well, you just like yeah uh, asked you invited me to laugh at this so i do and then you just pull the rug out from yeah. underneath me it's a really he put her in a really tricky position <laughs> and i don't blame him because you can't it's so difficult is, to control but, yeah, how yeah. you feel but I feel like if she'd come in and he was laughing and wanting to, at that moment he wanted to laugh. Yeah. He, um, if you came in and didn't support him in that, yeah. just stood there like, well, I think watching this is him, inappropriate. Yeah. Or just watching him yeah. or just saying nothing, I think he would have felt That's angry judged. or judged yeah. for that. So yeah. I, it's so hard because she's like trying to I don't think she's done him. anything wrong. No. She's, she's just matching his emotions but the thing is his emotions are all over the, the place. place exactly so and she didn't know when no. it was going to turn and it's so hard to get that right when you're no, the person I don't in that think scenario. she's done anything yeah. wrong it's just the the you know grief does make you do strange bonkers things, things. Um, like, and I just I just feel for John so I much it's so, so sad so sad for <laughs> Anyway, the next the next scene we have, Ali and Renee are, are at home sort of digesting, I guess, the current events of their <laughs> world. Um, so, and Ali's going, the world's just made up of weird people. And, and Renee's like, are you just figuring that out? <laughs> and she's like, well, why don't they tell us? I mean, as kids, why don't they tell us in kindergarten people are odd? Then we wouldn't feel so bad about growing up being strange ourselves and maybe we would be more tolerant and open-minded about the strange. And Renee's like, Where's this going? Mm. And she's like, do you think I was too quick to judge Fitzy? And Renee's like, excuse me. Yeah, I know. I'm just like, like oh, how have you Ali? related this back to you? Exactly. Like, I, it's so fucking typical. And she's like, think about it. He can't be any stranger than John Cage or Richard Fish or Happy Boyle with the tooth fetish. He was really beloved, Renee. And Renee's like, by who? And she's like, by everybody who knew him. Even me. <laughs> I, I, well, it... It hurts that he's gone. Don't ask me why. I don't... Won't you miss him? And Renee's like, yeah, but what's this got to do with Fitzy? Exactly. And Good Anna's question. Like, I'm just saying... I don't know what I'm saying. I'm saying we're brainwashed into believing the best people are normal and attractive. And maybe they're not. The John Cages and the Happy Boyles. Maybe they're the real nuggets. And maybe we're missing out, skipping over all the Fitzies. I mean, look at us. Clearly, we're missing out on something. And I'm like, yeah, like a clue. Like, <laughs> Ali, Again, how are you ready like to complete all of this shit? Yeah, like, it's just like, oh, for goodness sake, like, it is not... Again, it's like that thing of like turning it all back round to her and her decisions and is she making the right ones? Is she making the good ones? Like, uh, maybe I'm missing like a it's real just, gem. She and, can be like uh, so self-indulgent and I know yeah. that's like the point of the show. I mean, it's got her name on it and so everything <laughs> yeah. does need to come back down to her, I guess, at some point. But she's so unlikable when she does this yeah. that I'm like, how are people watching this and being like, I'm so glad Ali's talking about herself again. Yeah. Like, finally, it's back to Ali. Do you know what I mean? Like, not everything... I think you can have a show that well, centres around one character's life where they're not just this... So, like, like narcissistic. narcissistic. Yeah, I think the thing is, is, like, 
Yeah, it is called Ally McBeal, and it is essentially about Ally McBeal, but it is an ensemble cast. Mm. Like, uh, it, she is... I I, I, feel <laughs> I like... think it's that thing of, like... And I think we've said this before, where we feel like we, we are watching for the characters around Ally, oh, not, for, sure. not for Ally herself. And it's so weird, because I get the sense with this scene and some of the other conversations she's had, David E. Kelly feels like he cannot do a storyline like the Happy Boyle storyline, which they know they wanted to do to pay tribute to Phil mm. Leeds. But I feel like he felt that he couldn't get that into the show without tying it back to Ali in Somehow, some way. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't think that's true. I think he could have just done this yeah. storyline and have this as a thing that happened to Ali and the characters around her without tying it into her love life or whatever yeah, crisis like, she was going through. Or, yeah, it's like you can still have her have this storyline with Fitzy, but she doesn't sure. have to marry it together like one is informing her about the other because it doesn't it's got absolutely fuck all to do with that situation but it's like i do get the sense like every episode he feels like everything has to have a theme or like tie together in some way and normally ali's the way they do that quite often or way he does that quite often is to have ali have this like moment where she like expositions about like, how it all ties together and like, like but it really it's doesn't it's like the same thing and it's like no it's not yeah. <laughs> and it just makes her come across as ridiculous Idiot. yeah <laughs> so you know that was his approach Hope. it happened yeah. um so then new um new scene and it starts with a flashback from episode 23 and i went back and checked all of these episodes out by the way <laughs> so episode 23 of um so it was the finale of last season mm. where judge boyle is um like waxing lyrical about one of the witnesses in his case has spinach in his teeth. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you remember that. And yeah. he goes, you know, when all decay builds up between the teeth, bacteria starts to build up in colonies. And he's like the Ugh. most nutritious vegetable. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Then we cut back to Billy in bed, and it's it's portrayed as, as though he's remembering that scene. However, when you go back and check it. Billy he's wasn't not in there. that scene. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, he didn't see that happen. This so how is not is that a memory for him. Yeah, I know. That's exactly that was my point. Exactly. Yeah. I was and I was like, like, am I remembering that wrong? And I went back and checked everything, and I was like, no, I'm not wrong. I was like, I'm pretty sure he wasn't a no, lawyer on that case. He wasn't. So how? Why would this be a memory for him? Yeah. Um, that's. I think that's artistic license because they obviously were running out of good flashback clips. I guess. Um, I wish they'd recreated or filmed at some point Billy's bachelor party. Yes. <laughs> that would have been a good memory. <laughs> um, but Billy is in bed rem- remembering something that he was not there for. <laughs> and Georgia is like by the side of him reading. Um, and um, and, and we still get the audio of, of, of Judge Ball being like, isn't the most nutritious vegetable can turn into Vietnam? Oh, which is a great line. Yeah. Um, but then George is like, what are you thinking about? And he's like, oh, I'm thinking about Happy. And he's like, you know, he used to invite me to lunch now and again, um, but I always re- ended up rescheduling him. And, and George is like, do you think you rescheduled him to death? And Billy's like, that's not very funny, Georgia. And George is like, Billy, he was a wacky little judge who amused us. What is this about? And I'm like, Georgia, that's a bit insensitive. Yeah, I like, know. Just because you didn't feel attached to him doesn't mean that other people didn't. Yeah, like, yeah. You know? Yeah. Billy's like, it's about he's dead. He's gone. And Georgia's like, like your dad's gone. I <laughs> know. <laughs> like, can't he just be sad? It's like, like it's, it's like... I, I love it. It's so fucking funny. It's like the trying to find the deeper meaning other than it's just sad that someone I liked has died. But also, we don't need this. Like, why does Billy have to... Why does Bill's 
Billy's still waters have to run deep. I'm quite happy with them being still. Do you know what I mean? Like, he, we don't need a dad backstory no, for Billy. No, we don't, no. Like, he can just be sad about this judge yeah, dying that exactly. he was friends with. Like, for God's sake. Anyway, um, he's, he, I think they're trying to imply that he's like transferring like yes. daddy issues onto Judge Boyle and like fine but really is that necessary? No, I don't think but he's it like is. what? Pappy Boyle was just somebody I knew. He was hardly a father figure. And George is like no, but you and your dad, you always this is like why do we need all this about Billy's dad? We've never heard anything about Billy's dad until now. Um, she's like you always plan to get together tomorrow, next week, next month. And suddenly he died. And Billy's like, it isn't about that. I'm just talking about Happy Boyle and he was a good guy. This isn't about my father. And I'm like, repressed much. <laughs> George was like, okay. Was like, this whole scene is like, not the way to play this. No, I no. I felt it was like, unnecessary. Um, yeah. So the next day, Richard and Ling are arguing in Richard's office. And <laughs> um, Ling's, 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 I didn't like this about Ling because Ling was like, why do you have to go? And Richard's like, well, it's the least we can do to honour the dead since we don't the living. And Ling's like, it's because that naked big haired woman is going to doing the eulogy. And so she's like bitching about the fact that he's going to this funeral, which I'm like, yeah. I don't, that's not cool. No. Like people not. should be able to go to funerals regardless yeah. of who's eulogizing. Well, she's clearly very threatened by Whippo, isn't she? Yeah. But like, I wouldn't preclude someone from going to a fucking no. funeral. No, I know. It. I know. Um, and then Richard was like, Ling? And Ling's like, don't Ling me. And Richard's like, happy Boyle. We loved him. We want to say goodbye. And John walks in going, um, you know, uh, 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 and he's like, hi John. And he's like, Richard, Ling. And he's sort of, twirls and bends over <laughs> like, like on a side sticks view sticks his bum out yeah, so that people can he can so the Richard Ling are viewing him from the it's side it's like kind of like 40, he bends at like a 45 degree yeah, angle like, like. and then he goes do these make my B-U-T-T look bigger and I'm like, like can't just say butt. butt yeah exactly and Richard's saying to Ling big date with Nell tonight and then to John he's like I think they're fine and he sort of squints at John and then he says to Ling they're fine right <laughs> and Ling just like narrows her eyes at John exactly um, so then Ali is storming to her office Yes. Um, and Elaine calls out, um, oh, I have I have news on Fitzy, and Annie doesn't stop. And she's like, now what? No. And she goes into her office, and I'm like, have you not learned this by now? Because Fitzy's in there. Right Annie inside screams, the door. <laughs> he screams back. And Elaine's like, he's in your office. And, and she's, she's like, like, thank you, Elaine. Elaine. And I'm like, Ali, when are you going to fucking get it? Just listen to Elaine. Fitzy's like, I just came by to say sorry. And I was like, oh. And he's like, can we talk? do you have a second? It won't take long. And she's like, um, sure, can you excuse us for a minute, Elaine? And she's like, certainly. He's like, okay, one second. And he, he kind of looks at the sky yeah. and then puppy love starts in his head. And Elaine sees this and she can kind of tell what she's doing and she pinches Ali's arm and Ali's like, ah! And she pushes Fitzy into the office and shuts the door so she can speak to Ali. And she's like, you hurt my arm. And she's like, show him the bin. And she's like, Elaine! And she's like, don't Elaine me. I know these guys. The bin, Ali. <laughs> and then Ali goes into the office. Yeah. And she's like, um, Fitz. And Fitzy's like, I never meant to make you uncomfortable. Well, my favourite story in life is Beauty and the Beast. And something told me you might share that sense of romance. I'm just sorry we never got that chance. And Ali's like, you're trying again. And he's like, excuse me? And she's like, Elaine's right. You're taking one last shot with Disney. <laughs> and he's like, 
Fitzy's like, the thing is, I just get this sense underneath it all, you're a woman who prioritises, you know, sex. And oh, despite... He creeps me out I know, so much. I know. And, and despite my apparent shortcomings, I think things would net out for you. Ugh. And Ali's like, Fitz. <laughs> and you see the beginning of the dump <laughs> gif. Yeah. She's like, you may be a really great guy. And it may be true I should take the time to discover whether or not you are a really great guy. Which, and then there's... side note, no, she doesn't. No. Like, it, it's not, like... That's not true. No. You don't owe someone a getting to know you no. phase if you don't want to. If you don't want to. I think it's fine if you decide, like, I'm getting a vibe, but I'm going to try. But don't do that out of some kind of obligation. Like, yeah, you no are obligation. not obliged to get yeah. to know someone. Exactly. If you don't want to. No. Um, and, and there's more, like, do do yeah, yeah. each position. And it's like, but I'm not going to take that time. I never want to see you again. And the, the, the dumping gift dumps fit little Fitzy in yeah. the gif out, but he's like holding, holding on. on to the bin with one hand. And so then we see Ali go, ever. <laughs> and he's like, holding on. He's holding on. <laughs> and then she's like, ever. And he falls out Finally of the dump gets in the Finally properly gift. dumped. <laughs> um, and Fitzy walks to the door and then goes, it's too bad. Something told me you might be the one. And Annie just goes, which I think is unnecessarily harsh, not everybody gets the one. And I'm like... <laughs> you don't like him doesn't mean that someone else might not well I wonder whether she's talking about herself in that moment as well no no she's got too much ego okay I think she's talking about Fitzy like you're so weird nobody's gonna want you and I was like don't need to send him off like that no like you've done enough you've literally told him you don't want to see him again ever 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 ever. ever. (laughs) like you don't have to be like and no one else will ever get used to being alone like it's too much it's too much too much um, so then Fizzy opens the door and Elaine falls, falls in, in. <laughs> she's been listening and he leaves um, so then we're in the unisex and Ling is doing her makeup and Nell kind of peeks in and she's like come on we're late it's already started and Ling's like not rushing in the <laughs> not at all she's like in a second I'm not perfect and this is interesting because it gives me an insight into a bit of what you were saying in that she's actually very insecure yes. about her relationship with Richard and Whipper yes. um, being sort of around yes. um, and she's the way she deals with that is by being the best her she thinks she can be. So yeah. She's almost putting on like battle makeup. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? She's very heavily made up, mm. very perfected and always wants to look her best. Yes. Um, and I think that's an armour. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's not unusual. I know a lot of women feel yeah. like that. Um, so Nell's like, Ling, it's a funeral. There's only one show. <laughs> and Ling's like, and why are we going? We didn't know the corpse. And then she looks in the mirror and she's like, I have a line. Like, yeah, yeah. And Nell's like, we're going out of respect to our friends who did know him. And I'm like, then why are you late? Yes. Yeah, like, uh, lack of respect. There. That's not <laughs> yeah. cool. Um, and, and Ling's like, oh, please. The problem with your friends, and like, no, she says your friends, <laughs> is they care about the little people. And she, as she's walking out the unisex, she's like, it's demeaning. <laughs> And again, I feel like this is all bluster because clearly Ling does like these people otherwise she wouldn't be there all the time. Yeah, exactly. I think she's just just acting out. Yeah, yeah. Um, So then we're in the church and Whip is giving the eulogy and it's it's really emotional. She's like... He'd say with a face like a clown it's either the circus or our legal system and there's way too much tooth decay under the big top. So sweet. 
He used to wander into my office. Every now and then he'd claim by mistake, but it was never by mistake. No. One thing about Happy Boyle. He had a certain radar for people who could maybe use some company. And at this point, Nell and Ling arrive and they're like squeezing past like um, next to uh, yeah. Richard and John and stuff. And um, it's a little bit disruptive. I was just a bit like, if you... Like and late you, to a you funeral, go sit at the sit back, at the back yeah. especially if you didn't like know him, know him. Yeah, do you know what exactly. I mean? Just you don't have to sit with your friends. No, do you know what no, I mean? Yeah. Um, anyway, she says, "I once asked him, Happy, what would you like your legacy to be?" And he said that by the time he died, that he just hoped it mattered that he lived. I'm judging from this room today. <laughs> I don't know why I'm crying. I mean, I knew him, but I didn't know him, you know, that well. Um, and she's obviously having trouble continuing, and, and Billy's realised and has got up and walked up to help See, her out. I'm just like... <laughs> I don't know why he does this. I'm, oh, a, okay. I'm, I'm a little bit like... Because he goes up there, and he goes, I didn't know him that well either. He's like, so why are you no, talking? It's because he's... It's because... <laughs> I'm like, where is Judge Boyle's family? He mentioned he had a wife. Yeah. Like, if I was his wife sat there at his funeral, and all these pe random people were coming no, up being like, well, I didn't know him I that well. He mentioned he had a wife, but we don't know if his wife's still alive. Yeah. Also, Whipper mentioned that um, the funeral had been left to her, so I don't yeah. know if he does have much family yeah. around to organise, or if they have, they, they can't cope or can't get there to sort out the funeral. Yeah. Um, so I think in that situation, Billy seems to be the person who feels as much as Whipper feels um, and wants to help. Like, it's really hard giving a eulogy and I whenever, know. like, unfortunately... But I, I think, like, uh, I just... <laughs> it just smacked a little bit of, like, entitlement to be like, I will go up and speak on behalf no, of I don't. Man. I didn't read it like that because when um, I've only been in that situation once when um, my father-in-law died and my husband gave the eulogy there, but when we were preparing it, or he was preparing it rather. I was there to like help him with the drafts and like hear him. But do that's it through. different. And, but but I said to him, you know, if you have any problems, you just have to look at me and I'll come yeah, and help that, you. Yeah, that that is different though because it's pre-arranged. Yeah, I, but like like I for instance, like, but I feel like when when our dad did a eulogy for um, a friend of uh, his. Yeah. He had prearranged with, with someone else yeah. that if he gets too emotional, no, I understand you that. come and take over. But I feel like Whipper probably didn't feel like she had anyone she could ask. She doesn't have a significant other at the moment. Mm. Um, and also, she I, I don't think she felt like she could put that on Billy. And I think Billy wanted her to know that, you know, she yeah. could... He was he was there like he went up to see if she needed help and she yeah. she stepped aside because she was like yeah go ahead yeah um so I think he he realised I don't think it was necessarily him being like well I'll take over because I know I, I, I've got I something think to say that's it just was, how I feel about Billy a lot like, of the time in that moment I feel like he just saw his friend who cared about Boyle similar way that he, he did. did struggling and he was like no one else is helping her i can help her i'm gonna see if she needs help and that's yeah. all i read it as yeah i just get annoyed when billy inserts himself into things <laughs> i don't in this 
on because I've seen his emotion about the thing and it doesn't seem to be coming from a place of ego. It seems to be coming yes, from a genuine that's place. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so anyway, he, he sort of hands off from Whipper and yeah. says, I didn't know him that well either. And I think many of us here were caught off guard by the void he's left. And the little that I did know, I'm left with the feeling this was a person we should have taken the time to know better. And that makes the hurt somehow worse, the sense that he's gone before we could... And he sort of looks at the big blown-up photo and he, he laughs and... He made a smile, didn't he? There are three things we could do to make happy... happy. First, Go home today and give a call to somebody you should have called yesterday. Tell them how you feel about them. Second, go to lunch with somebody you'd like to know a little more than you do. And third, the man lying there, show him your teeth. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> and everyone chuckles and shows them their teeth. And some of the OAPs in the guy take their teeth, teeth out. out. And like they end up, like they throw them at the end, yeah. like to the to the to the photo. But before that happens, that, yeah. um, got we that, get yeah. Lisa. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I'm getting really emotional. <laughs> like it's just like oh, just for your feelings. Oh, no. But um, Jennifer. No, Jane's got genuine <laughs> tears in her eyes. Sorry. Um, and then Jennifer Holiday comes out and she sings a song um, that I wasn't familiar with, but no. it's um, from it's a very sweet song. It's from a musical called Pippin. Um, oh, and it's a song, the finale, the song's called, or the track's called Finale from yes. Pippin. Um, but when it kicks in... Think about the sun, happy. Think about her golden plants. How she lights the world up. Well, now it's your chance with the guardian of splendor and crying and smiling and they're up and they're clapping and all the old people in the front rows are like holding <laughs> up their walkers <laughs> like yeah it's so cute and they're like and there's like this flashback montage of Judge Boyle um, and I was just like in floods of tears watching this and all the old people at the end throw that as I say throw their false teeth at his photo as the song ends I know and there's this like it's like this rapture and there's a bit where the, there's like judges like the, in their robes that yeah. dance down the aisle yeah. and like it, led by whippers like, so, like hands in the air yeah. and it's just yeah it's it's really emotional yeah. and sweet yeah. and yeah I definitely I thought it was cried. a really nice fitting tribute to the actor as well as yes. the character yeah and um, so it was really lovely it was very sweet yeah and i was crying i put a big photo drawer doodle <laughs> me. that was my face crying and <laughs> um, so then it kind of the scene fades out to john and now walking home from the yeah. church and john's going it was the best funeral i've ever attended and now it's like really why and john's like i don't know i'm not sure maybe what he was was something that needed a celebration. 
Um, and Nell's like, is this a segue into Stefan? <laughs> and, and John's like, as sympathetic as you've been, you didn't get it with Stefan, did you? And Nell's like, I got it that he was important to you. Um, the reason I don't need to get. And John's like, why can't people understand me being drawn to a frog? <laughs> and Nell's like, well, people don't understand attractions sometimes, do they? And they kind of stop because they've got to Nell's, to Nell's place. Uh, place. And she's like on her steps. Like. Yeah. And she's like, do you want to come in? And John's like, mm, not tonight. Another time, perhaps. And Nell, like, steps down to John's level. Yeah. And, and John starts stuttering and <laughs> singing, singing his little song. Yeah. Like, da-da-da, begay, And he goes, Lake George. <laughs> yeah. And Nell's like, if you're not coming in, then we should probably say goodnight here. And he does a nose whistle. I know. He's so cute. And he goes, I want to I wanna thank... You've been a pillar of support. And, and Nell's like, puts her finger to his mouth and she's like, I'm sorry, but I am not going to wait for you to kiss me anymore. Call me a tramp. <laughs> and, and they, they kiss. kiss. And it's so sweet. It's so sweet. It's like the sweetest little, I little know. kiss. So I cute. Know. And I'm just like, I'm so proud of John after all his kiss training with Elaine. <laughs> I'm like, well done, you can kiss a girl. <laughs> And then they, they have a kiss and, and Nell's like, do you think we could do that again sometime? And John's like, sure. And they say goodnight. And Nell goes in and then Bowser White kicks in. Bazza White. And John bops down the street and he walked, and then he, sort of, he walks past a window of women's like co-shops and he sort of mimes dancing with the mannequin um, in this like refraction, I guess. And then this segues into Vonda taking over from the Barry White yeah. Last Everything track. And they're in the bar and we see Richard and Lane dancing. Yeah. Ali's dancing with some random guy. Elaine's dancing with a random guy. I've got like, Ali, Renee and Elaine are dancing with various nerd types. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah. Um, I think Renee had one of the twins, but I didn't see the other twins. Well, I wondered whether they'd recast the dancing twins, whether they were supposed to be like the dancing twins. But no, because there were three of them. I know, but there were two that looked kind no. of similar. No. Okay. No. Right. They would never do that. No. Um, and then it cuts back to John dancing down the street and he kind of, to the end beat, he sort of jumps and clicks his, his heels. heels. And it like free, free frames, frames on, yeah. on him clicking his and heels like, together. Oh, so sweet. Yeah. It's a sweet episode. Yeah, it's, it's very so sweet. sweet. And I just loved, I loved, loved, loved all of the Happy Boyle storyline. I just wish they didn't have that scene where, as we say, no. Ali's like... And how is this about me? Well, let me tell you. And like, also that scene with like the lawyer who's like lifting his head. Like I really think that, that was, was a misstep. Objection yeah, all over that. Yeah. yeah. Retry. I don't know who these people are because we didn't get to the end of the case because Happy Boyle died. died. But Orange Lady versus Job. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, well, obviously no one should be fired for yeah. looking different. Yeah. But the equating of it to racism Race. that Billy bah, 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 did bah, bah, bah. is dumb and icky. But there's also, I'm sure, there's also legal... Um, I'm sure there's also laws against, like, you don't even have to bring it to race because I'm sure no. there's laws against firing people based on Being facial disfigured. disfigured and that's, yeah. that's the analogy you should be making. Exactly. Not race. I know, like, you fucking bellend. Yes. <laughs> so, I guess that's... I wonder which way Judge... How, which way do you think Judge was, Boyle was going to rule? I I think he would have ruled in her favour. Yeah. I, I, he was a reasonable he man. He was, yeah. And he thought she was a pretty colour. Yeah, very pretty colour. <laughs> Verdict of the week. The jury's back. Well, you had 
of two verdicts of the week last time, I think, I, didn't you? I've got three this time, but I oh might just God, have to choose. Oh my God, you're going nuts. You need to like... I'm going to pick one of them, but I might just mention what the other ones okay. were. Okay, yeah. well, my two... You're going nuts! You're going, you're going wild with power. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah, okay, so I'm going to have two this week. Okay. And I give Judge Boyle and Stefan not guilty. Oh, <laughs> R.I.P. I know. So, like, obviously, you know, with Judge Boyle, it's his last episode. And he's so adorable. And because his newly dead body was treated so horrendously by the opposing counsel... Like, I'm giving him an off guilty. Yeah. And obviously, Stefan, again, his last episode, he's so adorable. And his new dead, newly dead body was treated so horrendously <laughs> <laughs> by, by the restaurant they were in. But yeah, poor Stefan, what a fucking life. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so my event of the week, I had two that I made a note of as possible ones. So the first one was Ling for guilty for being a whiner about the funeral. It really irritated me. Okay, yeah. I was like, fine, be insecure, but don't stop someone from going to a funeral. Yeah. Or try and stop someone from going to a funeral. Um, I also had Elaine and not guilty for um, just doing what I couldn't do and dumping Fitzy. But on reflection, I feel like she probably shouldn't, she should have got Ali to do it more rather than do it herself. And I think the thing is with Elaine is like, I think she likes being in the action. Mm-hmm. So it's not, Her it's not a selfless act. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that leaves me with Stefan not guilty because he really was too good for this <laughs> He really, really was. That oh. poor frog. Poor frog. Yeah. And it's really not easy being green. No, it's not. And especially when your owner keeps taking you to inappropriate places. Like you should never be in that work. And never been at a restaurant. Especially for like... Because... Chinese cuisine, it does like the frog frog's legs is something that Chinese yeah, cuisine and French cuisine. Yeah, as well. exactly. Yeah. Like it's it's more than just French cuisine that will will have frog's legs. So it's like, why the fuck are you taking a frog to dinner with you? And then sending him <laughs> to the kitchen. Yeah, like why didn't you, you ask for letters to bring? Uh, I'm just like there's so, like John, you've been an irresponsible owner from day one. Like yeah. this is your responsibility. Let's hope that Millie doesn't. I know all the same fate. I know maybe he's learned some lessons. I hope. <laughs> Um, so uh, let us know how you feel about saying goodbye to Judge Boyle and Stefan. We're gonna miss them. Stefan was such like a well of comic yeah, fun. Yeah, like, I'm just. I'm. I sad. really feel like that like, he's really dominated the episodes, the last few episodes since yeah. he's been introduced, and, I, and it's been so fun. fun. And I'm just like, what are they gonna do? Now? Yeah, I know they don't have Stefan. Yeah, he's like the life and soul. <laughs> Party. <laughs> um, yeah, I know. So, you know, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. We but um, yeah, let us know what you think. Um, we love to hear from you. And um, we especially love when you become patrons of our show <laughs> because of our new Patreon we've started for season two. You can get um, early access to episode, um, lots of bonus content depending on what sort of tier you decide Level. to pledge at. Um, and also like our undying gratitude. It really does make all the difference to us like just a few pennies to you makes all the difference to us because it means you know over time we'll be able to do more exciting things um dedicate more time to it and um you know we can't do that without your help so um we'd really appreciate that um but please get in contact with us 
Um, regardless, uh, we are on Twitter at Bygones Podcast uh, throughout the uh, weeks that between episodes. We are at Facebook at Bygones Podcast. We are on Instagram at Bygones Pod. And you can even email us if you have lots to say yeah. that cannot be contained <laughs> in one message. Mere posts. Yeah. You can email <laughs> us essays at bygonespodcast.gmail.com. But yeah, until next time, RIP Phil Leeds and whatever actor frog paste <laughs> well actually the actor frog didn't die no just R.I.P. Phil Leeds I guess R.I.P. and Stefan and Stefan okay yeah alright oh, okay alright but until next time bygones it's not unusual you want to be loved by anyone it's not unusual you want to have fun with anyone but when I see you hanging about